this is gonna be a very exciting topic i'm not gonna explain it but i'm just saying it's just like fun to do and think about and reflect it's like a whole therapy session again but like more intense it's like reading your dream journal or something Mm -hmm. along those lines anyway angel's gonna explain what we're doing today i'm very excited all right you guys this is a new series alert we're so dumb um we finally have a little series for you guys i'm actually really excited too um and this is going to be a little letter series a letter to my blank and so basically what we're going to be doing is writing a letter to a certain someone whatever we choose and then it's only about a page long so we're not rambling for too long but yeah and then we're gonna read them on here and react to them talk about them whatever break it down unpack it (laughs) (laughs) unpack our trauma (laughs) yeah so do you want to introduce who we're writing to today the theme or whatever (laughs) okay so this letter will be a letter to my first relationship right a letter to my first ex yeah Yeah. or like letter to my high school ex okay letter to my high school ex yeah yeah we have some like future ideas some even heavier ones (laughs) but yeah we thought we'd start here it's kind of like low-key tea but not really you know because it's so long ago newer kids yeah the contrast is funny yeah cool (laughs) but they're still along the same theme for this podcast episode and i don't have like a relationship that was like that like because from what from my understanding Kasha and hers were like in it to win it for a little while you know what i'm saying yeah but yeah mine's just like a little funny dinky one so, yeah, we hope you guys are also excited for this new series. I am. Yeah, if you guys have any ideas of who you want us to write to, they can be really random too. Like, you'll see, you'll see, you see, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's get into it. Yeah. They're li- it's a little bit, like, vulnerable to be in this state, to even, like, write about it. Mm-hmm. I definitely had to be put into a vul- vulnerable state of, like, going back and reflecting on a part of me. Yeah. <laughs> mine is kind of more funny like because mine was very stupid so yeah mine is funny i'm excited for yours though too so (laughs) yeah yeah for sure so i don't know should we check in first how are we doing this week 
what was the last week like i feel like my memory's so shit i'll be like i forget the last thing i did two seconds ago (laughs) 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 i don't know uh, I feel like this week's good. It's a little bit bitchy. It's the week before my period. Hopefully, it's not gonna. <laughs> Hopefully, my period is regular now. I don't know if it's gonna be. Probably not. But if it is, then this would be the week before. We're rooting for you. Boo. I'm rooting. But today I'm feeling good. Like you know, I had a couple meetings. Not really meetings, just conversations on Zoom, and they were really cool. It also made me really miss events and like people talking to people in person (laughs) like interacting with people and i think about the way that i'm gonna be after we're allowed to go to events and stuff i'm not gonna say after it goes back to normal because i was also reflecting about that today and how it's probably not gonna go back to normal because we're in a new normal now anyway how was your day uh same same you know i worked um this week has been pretty chill. I don't know. I'm also feeling pretty good. Well, not that good because I got my period like a couple days ago. But it, it's always the first day that's the worst for me. So other than that, I've been fine. Oh, I guess I, I tried out Bumble again. I do this thing where, you know, I go on Tinder, then Bumble like every like half a year. Just kidding. It's starting to get closer together just (laughs) more frequent yeah um i barely get matches because i just be swiping left all day every day same people yeah (laughs) i'm like especially here i know (laughs) um but yeah that's me good times but i am ready for this i had fun writing my little letter so i don't know who wants to go first i think yours should be read first okay okay yours is funny you know it's lighthearted you know okay mine is like it's gonna be funny but like (laughs) (laughs) still so mine starts with dear middle school and high school boyfriend because that's exactly what he was a little fun fact Um, This letter is to someone who I, I don't even like using the term dated, but whatever, you know, dated. (laughs) Not just in grade seven. I took this little man's back in grade 10. Okay, so. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. (laughs) Dear middle school and high school boyfriend. You racist motherfucker. (laughs) 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 I can't. (laughs) Girl. That's too funny. Okay. Dear middle school and high school boyfriend, you racist motherfucker. I have no idea how you simultaneously ran your mouth to shit on people of color while also being so in love with your thicky, beautiful, brown Anishinaabe girlfriend. Okay, maybe I wasn't that thicky, 
but my booty was cute, okay? Anyway, I know you definitely engaged in racist conversations and allowed others to make racist remarks all around you throughout your middle and high school life. You probably still do. How could I take you as my boyfriend twice and for so long? Well, of course, you weren't that racist, at least not in front of me. It was your fiery, obnoxious Leo charm, I suppose. (laughs) You really weren't that cute, but somehow you were cute to me. And boy, I fell for it and I fell hard. (laughs) Silly, silly little Angel. We dated for well over a year, I'm sure, back in grade 7. Then I took you on again in grade 10 where you eventually broke my heart on Valentine's Day. Brutal! I can't imagine the cringe that would ring through my body if I found our first conversations over MSN, the ones I hid from my parents on my iPad. (laughs) You You were always my little secret. can't blame myself for feeling some type of way about you. After all, I was a naive little 12 to 15 year old. I found validation from how white people perceive me and especially in how your little rich, privileged white ass perceive me. (laughs) All of that care in what others thought of me is gone now. If I could go back in time for a moment, I'd go hold my little self and tell her that all these little rank white kids won't matter to you in a few years. You're the one that comes out more fly than ever. Yes, I said that. I get to hype myself up because this is my letter. Anyway, if I had a takeaway from our little love story, it would be to appreciate that I allowed myself to feel whatever I thought love was at that age. I don't blame little me because how was she supposed to know any better? It was fun. The hot and steamy makeout sessions were the highlight keeping me tied down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to be in wild high school love again. XOXO, 22-year-old Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you went from... Laura Jean to Gossip Girl. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's good. That was good. Yeah, that's what I mean by mine was funny. I was like having fun being like characteristic or whatever the word is in my writing, which I like to do. So, yeah. Damn. (laughs) So, you were 12 when you met this person. Grade 7. I don't remember when I exactly met him, but. Yeah, grade seven or maybe even six, I don't know, was when we started like hanging around each other because we had kind of a little friend group. I don't know, but you got hot and steamy hot when you were 15. And steamy. <laughs> we, the way that our hormones were like racing back then, you know, like that's I the only know. thing I miss. Like, damn, Ew. we just wanted to get it every single second. Yeah, that's what I, like, remembered when I was writing it. Because I completely, like, forgot about that. And then at that last part there, I was like, oh, my God. Like, 
we this is literally like so high school we would make out in the breezeway like after school i think it was after school it should be after school no one was in the hallway anyways <laughs> <laughs> we like make out right in the breezeway there for like a while i don't know and it was just like very hot and steamy i know i'm remembering now i'm remembering our hormonal teenage selves <laughs> yeah i this is so embarrassing looking back but like i was literally so in love with this kid when i was in grade seven i think i ended up telling my mom about him and being like mom like like i love him okay like it's real like i actually love him or whatever like i, I swear i said something like that like that makes me cringe but like ooh just in it to win it and i don't even know how we ended up dating again in grade 10 the grade 10 one wasn't that long and then i actually told my mom this time like that i had a little boyfriend because i had a couple before that in high school but i didn't tell my mom Mm -hmm. this one i told because so it wasn't real (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he came over one time (laughs) okay (laughs) and the only reason i invited him over was because i knew my dad wasn't gonna be home Mm. and like my mom was more chill chill like that like yeah in terms of me hanging out with boys well yeah so you know and then i remember i think my mom was like in the basement or something i don't know but That's when I got to, I don't know if that's second base. Wait, what's second base? I have no idea, girl. I don't know the base. I'm skipped all the bases. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was my first time going further than just making out. Oh, a little feeling under the clothes, over the clothes. I don't know. He did some feeling, feeling. He did a little... But it was so brief, and we literally didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Which is so funny when I look back at it, bro, but... Oh, my God. He was probably, like, in his phone that night to his little friend group chat, like, guess what I did, guys? (laughs) Oh, my God. I made her come. So hard. bro. Like, bro. I guarantee you that those were the conversations. That's nasty. Uh, Yeah. I, yeah. He does. He sounds like your average, wealthy white boy that grew up here in Thunder Bay. Right. Except, because this is what I was reflecting on. Because you know, like, I'm horrified of these like rich white boys. Mm-hmm. Especially like the cocky, like popular, like handsome to everyone else type dudes. Mm-hmm. Those ones scare me, but this one was, like, he was, like, rich, white, and cocky, but he was, like, too nerdy, kind of, to be, like, super popular. Mm. But then he was popular popular in a way, I just can't describe it, man. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. But, I feel like I'm catching the drift. And you'd yeah. only catch the drift, I feel like, if you lived here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember he would talk so much shit about, like, going to college. Like, it had to be university, whatever. Like, he was so just rich, white, 
grossness kind of ugh. And I feel like I like internalized a lot of that. Because that's what I mentioned in the letter was like, you yeah, know, yeah. I cared what this rich white boy thought of me. I cared what like other white privileged kids thought of me. Yeah, he ended up dropping out of university and like pretty sure he did drugs all the time or something. Mm. Dang. That's Is the that last what he's I up heard. to? Is that what he's up to right now? That's the last I heard. I Is he still no cute? Idea. No, he no, was never cute. really cute. Like I said, he's not that cute. Mm. It, like his face. Charismatic. And he had like decent lips. And you said Leo. Yeah. Like They're charismatic. I, he really no was. Reason. He truly, like when I look back, he really was a Leo. And I got twisted into it very easily. Nice. It was just something I really can't not describe Not your first it. Leo. <laughs> no, it wasn't my last Leo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I really can't describe it. But yeah, he had decent lips. They were a little, mm. little plump. Oh, I mm. like that. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to go with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I think he blocked me on Instagram or something. Mm. But we never even interacted in the Instagram realm. Like, when did he block you? Or do you not know that? Within the last few years. Mm. Like, I'm pretty sure after high school kind of thing, which is like, what the fuck that got to do with me? He said, this bitch got too much on my timeline somehow. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. It is so weird looking back at that, but you know what? I was literally 12 and 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. Yours was cute. Yours seems cute. My letter is going to (laughs) be different kind of vibe, guys. It's going to be a different kind of vibe. Yes. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what to put. I put, dear ex-boyfriend, damn, you did me so dirty. They say your first breakup is always the worst breakup. And let me tell you, did it ever fucking suck? But, you know, despite sharing our bodies together and loving each other romantically, I've always felt our relationship was more of a friendship with a lot of complications. So when we ended, I grieved more than our relationship. I grieved our efforts and the abruptness of losing a friend. It's weird to say, but I am so grateful for our breakup. I learned so much during that time. I learned how to let go of things without answers, to move on without closure. I learned loneliness. I was angry and hurt, but if you reflect back on our relationship, it was for the best. We were so opposite to the point it was almost too much effort to try to navigate each other. We both had faults. I started to recognize a lot about myself, both good and bad. Different versions of myself exist in our past relationship, but I'm grateful for experiencing you. I never reflect a lot on our relationship, but when I do, it's never really about us. Not to be absolutely dramatic, but it's about that maternal kind of love that makes you feel secure and protective. An unconditional type of love. It's about the safety I felt within your home. It's about how I'll forever yearn to have a healthy and good relationship with my partner's parents. I like to think I had that with your mom. She was so kind and funny. and She taught me so much about what it was like to be a good mom and how to be caring, but in such a badass way. I'll always have love for her. Emma? <laughs> Why am I crying? <laughs> Stop. 
so <laughs> laugh crying. <laughs> what the fuck? I wasn't crying when I wrote this. <laughs> I didn't want to shed a tear, but why am I crying now? <laughs> You're killing me. Actually, Kim Kardashian, ugly girl. <laughs> okay, how to? <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna immediately. <laughs> Come back and you start reading it. Why would you read it? <laughs> That's the other thing. Like the fact that you just typed this out and then like didn't have any emotion. Okay, anyway. Um <clears throat> anyway, back to the letter. I left off at <clears throat> Let me take a drink of water, man. Okay. How to be caring, but in such a badass way. I'll always have love for her, and I'll always think of her. You know, I always want to be like, fuck you, and I hate you. But truth is, I never have, and I never will. Doesn't mean I have love for you either. You hurt me so bad, and I don't think my heart or mind will ever forget that kind of pain. Even though I don't have all the answers, I don't need all the answers. And over the years, I've learned to forgive you. Toodaloo, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't have an end. I didn't have like a XOXO. Gossip girl. Bitch. That was too much. Yeah. Um, my letter seemed fine to me when I was reading it in my head and I read it out loud in the bathroom. But maybe it's the ambiance of the room right now. <laughs> <laughs> really like reflected in my mind but <clears throat> a bitch just needed to laugh cry then <laughs> needed to have a little cry it definitely is a different vibe like <laughs> I practiced mine too and I was having fun with it and I was able to read it just chilling in my room but then you know like I started laughing when I was reading here and then yours, like your emotional part. We got the little like dimmed light now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Like her face killed me. And I was dying because I was feeling I was feeling for her for a moment because she was actually crying. But the second this bitch started loud crying, oh my god. That was too much. <laughs> Bro, I thought I had it together, you know? I thought I was fucking fine. I thought I was fine. Um, you were not fine. You know, my first relationship was like four years, almost four years maybe. Yeah, four years. It was a long time to think that you're going to be with that person for like forever. And I had a very shitty breakup. That's a whole other story. I'm not going to get into it, but... um. You know what hurt, and I did. I never got answers, but I had to be like okay with that. I had to like. I learned a lot, like I said in the letter, and there's so much more that I want to say to this person, and wish I could. But you know, I have to be okay with like letting that go, and I have to be, you know, just like grateful for those experiences because I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have those experiences. So how old were you during this relationship? When did it start and end? Uh, it's funny because like we 
like we used to know each other in preschool and then he moved to a different school so we knew each other then and then we like reunited in like grade seven like we liked each other but he dated my best friend (laughs) but i don't think they were anything like serious or whatever i really liked him like ever since i was a kid so you know i wanted to date him whatever you do when you're in grade seven so it was like on and off you know like that was the first red flag should have been that it was on and off in grade fucking seven. <laughs> and then grade eight is when our like actual relationship started. I don't know how old you are in grade eight. Yeah, like 12, 13. 12, 13. Yeah. And then that lasted until I was 16 years old. Dang. Yeah. I mean, that's cool that ours are like the same age and technically both on and off, except mine was like, you know yeah yeah very much off for a couple years but i know that pain of like also having your heart ripped out when you're literally only like 15 16 oh my god but the way oh my god you guys like you're (laughs) gonna have to wait for her full-blown story on this breakup the way she described it was it's literally a movie it's actually a movie my life was a movie to be a dramatic ass self-centered bitch but it was fully a movie Mm -hmm. but yeah i got my heart shattered actually i guess the part about his mom you know i feel like she loved me she treated me like a daughter-in-law yeah you know she's just a very lovely woman she was like french i just loved her you know she was so badass and loud and like just relentless and like selfless and just ah yeah i'll always admire her and she taught me so much about like the women's body and anatomy and motherhood and like you know raising a child without a father and then she taught me so much too much and she didn't even know you know Mm -hmm. yeah and i didn't even know until i was older like wow out of the entire relationship like i miss her Mm-hmm. yeah i'm just i don't know if i'll ever have a relationship with my partner's parents like that yeah i was gonna say that that's such a special bond to have and i haven't had that either like i've been chill with my partner's parents but yeah and the fact that like you know she passed away and hearing about that after and everything like that there's so much that goes into this scene with this person alone (laughs) yeah like wow (laughs) there's like too much um it's funny because like after like we broke up i never like had i felt like i never had time to like unpack our relationship it all felt like very fast it just like was shoved under the rug like for both of us just shoving it under the rug and you know, over the past, like, few years, I've just been, like, reflecting about it and just been, like, that literally shaped a part of me. Not all of me, but it shaped, you know, some of me, the way that I move through relationships now, the way that I view, like, family in relationships and, like, all that kind of topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I saw this thing about, like, it's not the same because it was more about like grieving the death of someone 
But I guess the point that this is reminding me of is like how the people you lose, it's not about like moving on and forgetting about them. It's like moving forward and carrying what they did for you or, you know, that experience. It's Mm -hmm. a part of you and it still shapes a part of who you are, you know, like these certain parts of you wouldn't exist if you didn't cross paths with that person kind of thing yeah i mean that's a really big part of you know your life and like your story probably wouldn't be the same if you didn't go through that yeah that was so up and down our sound waves for that part that i was reading (laughs) it looks so loud it just looks so loud (laughs) (laughs) i don't know to take from that you go through shitty things traumatic things but like they just don't have to like be bad like all bad you know you can you i made some good out of it Mm -hmm. yeah i think a takeaway kind of from both of our stories to me is also that it's okay to be in love when you're a kid no matter what that looks like or you know how it turns out I mean, as long as you're not getting, like, abused. Yeah, groomed. Whatever. But, like, you know, when you're two kids in love, it's okay. And, you know, it's cute in a way, I guess. And it makes for a good story when you get older. (laughs) 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 Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. And it's definitely a fun new little series. And I really like, like, the structure of having that letter to read and the fact that we get to like write it how we want in our own little moment and then come share it i like that so i'm really excited yeah so hope you enjoyed that little (laughs) story time that little gossip girl statement Mm -hmm. a little (laughs) trauma (laughs) not trauma just like sad reflection sort of yeah yeah so don't forget to follow us on instagram at get into it.podcast and email us get into it.pc at gmail.com and our own instagrams as well if you ever want to we are at angel and at cashhead.ad so hope you had fun listening hope maybe you could relate or i don't know yeah do maybe some reflection of you and your own first ex middle school high school boyfriend girlfriend yeah yeah and if you want to share like a little bit of your story with us you could send that to the email too that would be fun yes as always this has been the The get Get into it podcast Podcast. damn (laughs) papa